Welcome to the Lady Lawyer League podcast. They're a league of lady lawyers in an all-female law firm in Omaha, Nebraska called Hightower Ref Law. On this podcast, you'll hear stories of what it's like to be a lady lawyer and an entrepreneur. Now it's time to talk about the law, share real-life stories about representing clients, and discuss the current events of the week. It's the Lady Lawyer League podcast with Susan Ref and Tracy Hightower Henny. All right, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about marketing, and we have... Carrie Ramsey with us. Hello. Good morning. Carrie's a marketing director, marketing specialist, marketing guru. Guru is good. At our firm. So we decided Carrie should be here when we talk about marketing. Because one of the things with our podcast is we like to talk about what it's like to be an entrepreneur and a lady lawyer. And marketing is a big part of what we have to discuss almost on a daily basis or think about. So we're going to talk about the history of our firm and how marketing has fit in and learn about Carrie. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So Carrie, tell us about where you are with the firm now and like how that how you grew up into our firm. Yes, I uh, started with Hightower Ref Law as a freelance graphic designer. I um, and. It kind of developed into a uh, position here on staff, which I just love. It's when I met um, Tracy and Susan with High Tariff Law, I um, was immediately impressed because we were, I think we were working on a logo for you. And they said, um, no, I think it was like no blue, no, no, uh, Scales of justice. Scales of justice. No gavels. No gavels. Because also we're not judges. And immediately I loved, I was like, I like these ladies because um, that just immediately said to me that you were you wanted to be different than any other um, firm or, or t- I think it's easy in marketing to, to want to join and to want to look like everyone else because that's what you see. It's yeah. vis- marketing is such a visual um, experience. So, so we and went with orange. They went with orange. Yes. Something super bright. And we do have gray, but it's just an accent. Um, and no no, icon, no icons, no imagery. It's just the name stands for itself. And um, we use orange throughout our office. And yeah, that's, that's how we met. I remember when we were, when we first started working with you, like on a bigger project, I think it was our logo, our logo business card letterhead type stuff and you had designed several choices for us to look at and one of the choices um one of the you know one of the comments we got when we talked about it with other people was that looks like a tampon ad and I was like I don't I like it I'm totally (laughs) into this this is one that I like is that our current logo no it it actually had a like a a thing I think it had an arrow on it because again I think remember we talked about should we have a thing like a an icon yeah an icon a light bulb or an arrow or a A lion was one of them well and when we designed our (laughs) podcast logo all Susan could see was a penis in the microphone (laughs) (laughs) so we went from tampons to penises It looked like, I, you know, I try to think about how other people are going to see it. <laughs> and we're going to talk about other people's Ooh, yeah. thoughts about our marketing, too, because we're going to do a bonus episode after this and share some of our ads and the comments that we get mostly on social media. But yeah, 
So I think it's it's fun to share kind of our history of our firm and marketing and where that's fit in and where we are today. So when we think back about 10 years ago, Susan and I starting the firm, we really were intentional on day one that we didn't want to feel like the old guys firms and we didn't want to have all the dusty old legal books in our office and, um, you know, that no one reads and then have yeah. like dark walnut walls and and no scales of justice and no a lot gavels. Of leather. Yes. <laughs> but we had a leather wall. Oh, that's right. That? Yes. That was yeah. cool, though. It, it was like the leather padded wall under our front desk that my it, dad made. <laughs> it looked cool, but it also served a purpose because when people would come to our front desk, they would like lean on the desk and they would scuff it all up. So your dad like designed this like leather faceplate to that desk and then that's what people would lean on in it and so it looked cool but it also stopped the wall from getting all scuffed. It was also a built-in padded room. Ooh, for the clients that we had to like <laughs> toss around a little bit. <laughs> your bill or else you're going up against the padded wall the leather wall but we we do right now we're sitting on orange leather chairs which is mm -hmm. you know where we've grown up into so we do have some leather pleather uh, is it pleather there's no way these are real oh yeah from the cost of them and how they're wearing they're not but real they leather. look good yeah they're cool they're, they're like modern looking and <laughs> yeah but it like on that topic it is interesting because we do think that the way we present our office as part of marketing too. So, you know, the, when you first step into our office, it's it doesn't have that old guy feel or the typical scales of justice in our office, but when we when we started, we you know, what did we do for marketing? Well, I mean, we knew the importance of having like a logo and having a name. And so I think we we knew some basic things. Um, we knew we needed a website. We were that so faxing, so we definitely yeah. needed a letterhead. <laughs> yeah, letterhead, uh, business cards. I think we did some mugs. Some so pens we and we, some swag. Yeah, we were more on the swag angle. Right. Swangle. Because you kind of have to start somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we do billboards now, but you don't start on day one with billboards or really a huge social media presence. So, yeah. We knew marketing was important, but we had to fit it into the budget in the beginning. And we also had that idea that we wanted to be different and kind of, sometimes I describe it as snarky, but. Tongue in cheek. Yes, tongue in cheek. <laughs> Why do they say that? Mm -mm -mm. I don't know. Not yeah, now. what's the, my tongue is in my cheek right now. What does that mean? I don't know. Um, Maybe. Someone's going for Google the phone. It. Go for the phone. <laughs> I'll Google it. Go, go. Um, so, but w we also knew we needed a website. We have a Ooh. lot of fun stories about websites. Okay, tongue in cheek. In an ironic, flippant, or insincere way. Yes, but flippant. Why? The, oh, the physical act of putting one's tongue into one's cheek, cheek once signified contempt. The ironic usage arisen, originates with the idea of suppressed mirth, biting one's tongue to prevent an outburst of laughter. There it is. Ah. So we want people to bite your tongue. So I need you, to do more with my tongue, it sounds like, so that people know what I mean. Huh. <laughs> Great. So, um, okay, so. <laughs> back in the day. Tongue in cheek. Okay, oh. so so we we really did also start almost day one with a website, but 
knowing websites now and what oh we know gosh. now, are we on number of like four? I don't. I don't even know. But like, do you have PTSD saying yes, thinking about websites? Mm-hmm. I do <laughs> websites. Well, first of all, um, you know, a, a website is only as good as like the person's quality of a design who made it for you, right? Right. And then there's functionality and information and content and information and and there's i think there's two schools of thought on websites or there's two things there's kind of the more artistic websites and then there's all of these like third parties who are not website people they're like a marketing person (gasps) is it like the mlm of websites yes and they're like they're like the yellow pages can make you a website which is what we had Mm -hmm. that once that was I the think first everybody problem. did that. Yeah, and the problem is you don't ultimately own that website. So when you're done well, with there's that, there's a lot of problems, but that's the <laughs> right. big one. So and they don't obviously they don't explain this to you, and they're like, let's build a website for five hundred dollars a month, maybe, and you're in a contract, and when you're ready to go away from them and do a new website, you can't take that content and use it again or amend it or whatever. Yeah, they own it. And then they then remember they would tell us, you're getting all of this traffic to your website. And then they would cite to like the Facebook links that we were doing. And we were like, no, that's our work that yeah. we're doing. I, 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 I cannot even think of how you would put together a website. So I understand that there's a lot of work in it. And I get that it's complicated it's technical there's artistic parts of it right it has to function well it has to look good on a phone a tablet a computer but you know the idea that someone's creating it for you and then you don't own it or you're not able to make changes to it or it's like a one and done like here it is i hope you never hire another person because i don't know how to add them to this website or their picture yeah if you want to change your cover photo every once in a while or something like that like that doesn't just doesn't happen with some of those people and we were learning that we didn't know that Mm -hmm. when we were brand new and i think there was a point what about five years ago that blogs became really important and big so then you had to fit those into the website somehow and you had to write them Mm -hmm. and then we find out you had to write them in a way that people could find them like google spiders right and so not only do we have this website and maybe it's functional on things and you can find us on google and ask jeeves right (laughs) but (laughs) now we're engine yeah no but I can't believe it's still around. I don't know if it is. So so we write these blogs and you know getting them out into the world and then also hoping that people read them and find us. So I think that was kind of the evolution of our website things is, you know, A having one, B making sure it's all good that we're also not paying an arm and a leg for and then writing the blogs and getting them out there all the while we have some of our competitors and other law firms that don't even have a website. Right. Yeah. Or I they have that one like landing page website mm-hmm. where it's like their contact info. I think that's what really, um, how, how you stand out here at, at this firm. Um, through all these trials, you, you still recognize the value in, in your website. It, you've been through, <laughs> you've been through a lot to get here. And, but, you've had so much tenacity with um, sticking with it. And yeah. that, 
I think it's paid off for sure. I'm being showed Ask Jeeves at uh, oh, it's askjeeves.net. And it seems that it's also advertising cars for sale on the homepage. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's askjeeves.net and then there was ask.com. Is he? So. Is it still a butler? Is Jeeves still looking? He looked looks like, like a butler guy. playing in a band. Oh, so wow. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually know Jeeves was a person, like a character. What yeah, did you think yeah. it was? I don't know. I thought oh. it was like Google, like a, not a thing. Jeeves is like the English butler name. Oh. Yes. Like all he, the, yeah. He looked like the, the butler on that show. Downton oh. Abbey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, so what's Bing? I don't know what annoying Bing. yeah i hate bing and well, it's like so, the default for well it was for a while now it's my microsoft edge. explorer edge yeah oh yeah and this is the thing is like we would always be sold on you're gonna show up on bing a hundred thousand times a day and we're yes. like what does that mean who cares do we care mm-hmm. they said and and we were told by marketing folks that uh not carrie that bing was the preferred search engine for like 50 plus or something and I was like okay well we definitely want to market to 50 plus but I don't know if you know Bing is the way to do it but it's like eHarmony was like the 60 plus for single people and then our time now match oh it is and then match.com was like the middle age and then like tinder and grinder plenty of 18 plus (laughs) (laughs) yeah being on staff here has really opened my eyes to what you've been dealing with years because I am now receiving the voicemails and the emails with from marketing yes. people just selling, selling, selling yes. these opportunities and and they have this data but it's not it's not you re, you really have to look at it and it's it's the bings and the G's and you you get very very foggy about what they're selling. Yes. And they like to tell you that they'll there will be a lot of traffic and I'm using air quotes to your website and a lot of impressions mm-hmm. and it's like impressions don't get you anything yeah yeah and th- so the other thing that you know we've turned into or into our website is the need to have some Spanish on our website right. too now having immigration in our office and then also a couple of Spanish-speaking lawyers and that's been really interesting of making sure that is usable for not only en- English-speaking and Spanish-speaking potential clients right but the other thing as far as blogs that we wanted to talk about is you know we're sharing all this information and we often question or get Mm -hmm. questioned why are we sharing so much information don't we want people to just call us everything we do is a huge secret until you hire us and then we will (laughs) reveal all of the goodies that we have in our toolkit of divorces and family law and estate planning and whatever else yeah, and I think that's the no. thing is it's it's not a secret and we like to share the information in a way that, you know, is good to direct people to our website and say, check out this blog, go listen to this podcast. When you're ready, then come do a consultation. And the disclaimer at the bottom of all of our blogs is that this isn't legal advice. Your, your situation is very unique, but at least, you know, someone who is looking for a divorce in Nebraska should be reading our blog and not Wikipedia. Well, and that's yeah. exactly it, right? If if they're already going to the internet to find out information about a legal matter, they're gonna find information. So we might as well put out our information that's legit, good, um, helpful, 
you know, can be, you know, can at least lead them to some good answers or good questions for when they do call us. And it is possible that someone could take the information that we're putting in the blog and they're able to, you know, do their divorce pro se on their own. That's always possible. Are they going to do it, you know, the way we would? Obviously not. But ultimately, we think providing that information is better, um, you know, before their consultation and what better way for them to have information than from our blog before they call us and do a consultation with us. And our assumption is that it's going to make their consultation that much more productive. Right. Because they're armed with some information and some questions that they may have not considered beforehand. And we're not using all of our time to completely educate them on every little thing. Right. And and we can tailor our conversation more towards their own case. Mm -hmm. So... So in our marketing history, we have also done a lot of sponsorships, which is definitely a huge piece of marketing in our firm. And we have made some pretty conscious decisions on things that we want to support and groups that we want to sponsor and events that we want to sponsor. And that has come from a lot of, you know, strategic marketing Mm -hmm. and decisions on what Susan and I believe in and agree with. And, um, and it's a good way to support our community and be in our community. Yes. Mm-hmm. So some of the things that we sponsor right now, um, Heartland Women's Network is a local women's group that gets together once a month and talks about other different community events happening. And um, so we help sponsor those lunches. One thing that we had a ton of fun with was the uh, Pride Festival this year and in years past. And so when, fun. When we do those sponsorships, we often will have a booth. And so a lot of planning goes into those as mm-hmm. far as special swag we have. Right. So we had a lot of rainbow swag, games that we want to do, like engagement at our tables. Yeah. Um, and another one that we've another group that we've sponsored and been involved with is Grief's Journey, which is also, I guess they now have an umbrella organization called Collective for Hope. And they help with people who have, um, are experiencing loss through, you know, someone passing away. Um, they They have two specific areas that I think are really awesome to assist people with is like maternal loss maternal I'm not, I'm not saying it correctly but when someone has like a miscarriage or a stillborn baby and then they also have um an organization that helps when people are separated due to like incarceration or immigration status like someone can't be in the United States but it's still someone's dad and someone's husband you know mm-hmm. so they help with that and while that doesn't those aren't exactly things that we always work on in cases it touches so many people's lives that those types of things are important too. Yeah, we've also done a lot of sponsorship around Planned Parenthood of the Heartland, also now now known as Planned Parenthood North Central States. Um, they Weird that we're like a North state. Yeah. <laughs> Central, yes. yes, but North, like we're like the most middle state, but. They were like, where do we put Nebraska? Okay, well, put them up there with Minnesota. Yeah, but it's like a, it's like five or six states that they've yes. grouped together, which is good, but. Yeah, so pre-COVID, there was a ton of in-person events that we would love to sponsor, um, and we would ultimately sponsor like drinks at the bar at those events, or 
um, different silent auction items at Moxie and, you know, they've continued to do some virtual events that have been fun for us to sponsor. For Pride, we did one of the cool things about Heartland Pride, I think the events that they put on their big one in the summer is that they make it family friendly. And so anyone can go at any, you know, they, they have daytime events and they have evening events. And obviously as you get into the evening, some of the events become not appropriate for younger folks, but that's okay. But we sponsored, they had like a kid's area and I think they did like face painting and little toys and games for people's kids. And I thought that was really neat. We sponsored that one year. Did they face paint High Tire Ref Law logo on people's cheeks? I think they face painted like rainbows <laughs> and, and like tattoos next to it. Yeah, tattoos. They did like peace sign, you know, fun stuff that kids like. Right. You know. Yeah, I think with all this community support and the sponsorships, what I've learned um, being in the office here that um, the, the attorneys here have a lot of passion about people's legal rights, but also... A lot of the issues coming into our office are very emotionally charged, whether it's loss, loss of a person or loss of um, a life once known or whatever, yes. whatever it is. It's um, there's a lot of emotion and there are a lot of groups that um, help people with those things and with with legal rights. And I, right. I um, yeah, it's really amazing how much how the passion pours out of our office and we have these outlets that we can with that we can support you know it, it, and if people think they're going to go through like let's say a divorce or a criminal case and there's not going to be any emotion mm -hmm. <laughs> um you know and people can be as prepared as they can be but yeah there's still definitely going to be emotion involved for sure yeah, and sometimes it's just simple as relief yeah, you know they've moved on a long time ago, and now they're just ready to be done. Mm -hmm. And but relief is a, an emotion as well. Yeah. yeah. So the other thing that, as far as marketing goes, that we got into this year, mm. or was it last year? But this year is billboards. Yeah, that was new. And <laughs> Susan knows a gal who works for a billboard company, and she calls know, herself your local billboard gal. Yes. <laughs> The, or the local billboard gal. That's like how she tags herself. It's funny. That's great. So I don't remember the first proposal. It was the one that we're doing now where our billboards are kind of jumping around town, right? Yeah. Well, I think our our very first billboard, wasn't it the one when we hired Deanna? No, no. It was it our was whole team. Your whole team. Yeah. Whole oh, that's right. But it, that one came up really Just a general after. firm. And it was yeah. a year ago yeah, because... Yeah. We had a picture of seven lawyers and Joy had just joined our firm and we had to send in the artwork on a Monday and her first day wasn't until Tuesday. Yeah. And I said, hey, Joy, you're going to be six foot tall on 84th and Dodge. Um, are you OK with that? I should have asked you first. And B, you have to start on Tuesday and then you have to be with us at least for two months because you're going to be on this billboard. And yeah. she was like, yeah, all good. <laughs> all good. That's funny because I don't think and we asked any of the other lawyers. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we just said, look for yourself on 84th and Dodge. Yeah. So that was our first one. And then we jumped around town and we're still in that campaign. Yeah. So one we have up right now is marriage is the leading cause of divorce. Mm -hmm. Kind of a play on yeah. the COVID situation, which when we talk about that, it's that tongue in cheek thing where we're, right. you know, playing off right. of things that might be controversial a little bit like 
how can you put light into the COVID situation? Yeah. yeah. But also... Or divorce. Yeah. Isn't it kind of a nice thing to see something that makes you chuckle? Yeah. And truth. It's just... it. Truth is hard to... Truth is hard to take sometimes. Everybody wants fluffy roses yes. and puppies and yes. nicey-nice all the time. Yeah. yeah. And so not we, that we're not nice, but, you know, like everything to be perfect. So we've taken a big leaf, leap from that first billboard until now. And and we, we, we've got plans for more. No, Yes. <laughs> for sure. So we have one right now, our more permanent location at 114th and Dodge. And it says marriage. It's not for everyone. It's not, it's for, not for everyone. I totally drew a blank for a minute. There's a little mini <laughs> one right, right behind, behind you. you. <laughs> and it's that's because like, I was thinking of, I should have set the stage for the reason behind that is because um, our state's motto is Nebraska. Honestly, it's not for everyone. And so that's what was going through my head. And yeah. So we did that play on words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The uh, And that got a ton of attention from people when Nebraska, like, said I think it's a tourism motto that's right and a lot of people were like what and it got people talking it did so I I just flew home the other day from Colorado and this gal sits down next to me on the plane and she had legal pleadings in her lap and and she's about my age and I don't usually like to talk to people that I don't know on the plane because I'm usually just reading a book or something and I was like, oh, she seems super cool. So I said, are you a lawyer? And she goes, yeah. And I said, so am I. So we chatted the whole flight home. It was just from Denver. And I literally wanted the flight to be longer because this gal was so oh, cool. Wow, we talked cool. about books that we wanted to read together and or that we liked together. And she said, I've never been to Nebraska. And I remember once reading um, you know, a magazine about Nebraska. And I saw this article about tubing down the Niobrara and it said, Nebraska, honestly, it's not for everyone. And I was like, well, let me tell you about our billboard. She was, um, and what did she think? She said it was great. And she's a pharmaceutical lawyer. So like she Mm. does super cool things like sue doctors for the vaginal mesh things that were like exploding in women's bodies. I was like, dang, that's way more exciting than let me tell you about this divorce story. And those people have a lot of TV commercials, which, you know, TV wise for marketing, you know, we've we've been on the news and for Hispanic Heritage Month, we're going to have a few um, 40 spots this month in Espanol. 40, oh, yes. 40 ads on Telemundo. Yep. Is that right? Yep, yeah, correct. Yeah, so we have evolved from mugs and pens <laughs> to billboards and TV. And yeah. people have a lot to say about it, right? And I think as entrepreneurs too, like maybe this is the takeaway of this episode is don't don't start out with the billboards and the TV. You have to evolve into something that you're ready to be out there loud and proud with. You know, I don't think we could have started day one with a billboard. We wouldn't no. have had that identity to like really know what we wanted. Well, and within our own community, like our community of lawyers, um, because it's, you know, Omaha is not a small town, but most everyone knows everyone. And I think if you come in like that, there would be people be like, well, who do they think they are? That kind of attitude. And then that makes working with people hard, too. Mm-hmm. It's an earned yeah. an earned thing. Yes. And I think we, 
have gained a reputation of having some pretty good marketing and mm-hmm. some people will be you know annoyed by it and some people think it's good tongue in cheek and some people understand that what's that saying that all press is good press whether mm-hmm. it's yeah. negative it or starts not. conversations which is is what we need I mean, yeah creates conversations inspire change well and if if we were you know there's those lawyers that really just kind of like half-ass everything that really only care about the dollar sign that you know just they're living to maybe build their ego or whatever if they had our marketing campaign they would be laughed at by the legal community ostracized by whatever but i think because we've proven ourselves to be smart efficient good you know well-prepared lawyers our legal community is like okay yeah hightower ref law can put up a billboard that's snarky or tongue-in-cheek and get away with it because they back it up with their Mm -hmm. their great work yeah mic drop (laughs) bam okay so we shouldn't drop the mic no they're not ours and they they seem like expensive (laughs) and they're like connected to the stand yeah there's a stand so it doesn't we're not holding him but all right so listen to (laughs) our next bonus episode where we are going to paint the picture of the ad and then read some of the comments that we get on Facebook. And I promise you, you don't want to miss it. Highly entertaining. Yes. We'll see you next. On the flip side. On the web. On the web. <laughs> for the comments. Spider web. Interweb. Thank you for listening to the Lady Lawyer League podcast. And be sure to like and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about our firm, Hightower Ref Law, please visit our website at hrlawomaha.com. We'll see you next week.